Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Healing Hut Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for hitting that play button. And thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to sing in your ears. That doesn't make any sense. To be here in your ears, that it's a little weird too. To kind of give you some advice. We're going to leave it with that one for the time being. So guys, I want to thank you so much for being here today. Um... And I wanted to talk about something that I think a lot of us need to hear. And one of the things that I think a lot of people need to understand is that failure is okay. Being able to start something and being able to say to yourself, hey, it's not working out. I think I'm going to drop it for now and kind of work on something else. That is perfectly fine. We have so many projects, not in relation to streamers, in relation to anyone who develops any type of content, product, idea out there, that failure is okay. We have to fail to be able to succeed. That is one of these mottos that I've, I've listened to a very long time ago and it really stuck with me. You need to fail to succeed. Because not everything that anyone always makes is always going to work out to be the best thing ever. Not anything and everything that everyone makes is going to be the most success that's going to bring them money and, and glory and fame. Because I'll be honest with you, if that is the case, then anyone from any of the shows like Dragon's Den, Shark Den, or Shark Tank and all that stuff, every one of those people, if they were a success, man, we'd be flooded with like... Items galore that we'd have no idea what to buy because everything is just successful and we're getting overmarketed and this, that, and the other. You have to understand that even though you start something, you see potential for it, and you fail, it doesn't mean that it is a fail on you. It is a fail of the idea and that concept, whether it wasn't actually done properly, whether it wasn't perceived properly, whether it just... You had an idea in your mind that you thought was going to work for everyone and it just it flopped. It doesn't mean that you can't make something glorious or successful or beneficial for someone. It's just one time that you failed or two times or three times. It doesn't really matter. The most important part is if you continue to try, continue to evolve. Because that is the only way you know that when you fail from something and you learn from those mistakes, you can then progress with, with a more successful idea and a more successful plan leading forward. And one of the reasons why I bring this up is because in my last podcast, again, this podcast is still very new. You know, I'm, I'm not anticipating a lot of feed or a lot of feedback. I have gotten some feedback from you guys. I want to say I'm very thankful for that. But in my last podcast... I ended it off with a question in relation to how you wake up in the morning. Because the podcast was all about loving yourself, telling yourself you love yourself, being able to kind of start the day in that mirror and say, no, I love myself. I, I'm going to take today by the horns and I'm going to go out there knowing that I love myself. And I asked, what do you guys do in the morning? Do you guys say that? What is your morning routine? Now, I didn't get any responses back for it. I know the the podcast got listened to but I didn't get a response back for it now obviously for me I had these tendencies of whenever I tried something I would get this obvious kind of image in my head that if I'm going to do this it's going to turn up like this if I'm going to do this I'm going to receive so many responses if I'm going to do this it's going to explode this that and the other 
And what happens is that it doesn't come that way. It doesn't really go that direction that I want to go into. And this has happened like a long time ago is that I always kind of had in this mo my mindset of if it didn't succeed, then am I doing it right? Am I doing something wrong? Am I failing at this? Should I be doing this, this, that, and the other? It happens. And last week's podcast, like I said, I, I gave a question. No one responded. And I'm like, you know what? That's okay. I'm going to keep giving questions. Because I feel it's a good way to kind of add a little bit of, of interactivity with the podcast and the viewers. Because I plan on reading those responses and I plan on being able to share what people say, what people think, what people feel. Because that's always the most important thing. Being able to express oneself and being able to share our expressions and, and pretty much other people's tasks and their input and stuff like that because I find that's very very popular or not popular but I find that's very helpful and again I think for me seeing that no one responded to that in my head I was like man that's a failure right there should we continue like should you keep asking questions and I become to realize at a certain point that just because it failed once doesn't necessarily mean it's always going to fail Again, this is a very new podcast. This is a very new show. I'm not anticipating hundreds of people watching, listening, anything of that nature. No, just because it failed that once doesn't necessarily mean it's going to fail again. But even if it does and it fails for the next 10 episodes and no one responds, this that and the other, fine, I will stop doing that. But it is a learning curve along the way. Again, people have a tendency looking at failures as a way to depict their own product it is a learning curve now again i'm talking in the aspect of streaming purposes from my end because that's pretty much my knowledge that i have in but there's a lot of companies out there that have actually failed badly and costed them a lot of money and let me let me give you an example 1985 we all know Coca-Cola. We all know the delicious taste of Coke. Not much for me because I don't really drink a lot of a lot of soft drinks or pops. But in general, I do know Coke. I do like it from time to time. Very rare occasions. In 1985, they started a new campaign referred to as New Coke. And the concept behind New Coke was it was a brand new recipe for the product. They had tested over 200,000 people. Out of majority of those, I think they liked the product, they tasted it, they were like, okay, this actually is good. So Coke went on to advertise, to produce, thinking, hey, listen, we had these 200,000 recipients tell us that this product was good. Okay, that's a good ballpark number. They ran with it. Little did they know, it was a big, big <laughs> failure. <laughs> to a point where the company lost $4 million in development and $30 million in backstock product that they could not sell. Just because you've tested this product on a large ballpark figure, and yes, a majority of those people liked it or enjoyed it or said, yeah, I'd buy it. Obviously, something went wrong. Either marketing didn't do well, or they did they they did do their marketing research but the customer motivations just 
weren't there. I don't think that they had the, the product that resembled their old product. This new new Coke thing didn't really didn't sit well. And it just didn't do well at all. And same concept goes for Pepsi. Pepsi had another marketing plan that they wanted to do Crystal Pepsi. And people were excited about the, the, the ver a new version of the old favorite and stuff like that. But all of a sudden, no. That was also a failure by them. And I'm talking obviously in the aspects of companies here because I want to show you that large companies can, can make mistakes as well. Lose millions, but are still able to come back from it. And one other example is McDonald's. We know that fast food chain. We all like that fast food chain. Listen, I ain't lying. I, I know very rare amount of people that are like, yeah, I don't like McDonald's. And if you don't like McDonald's, that's fantastic. Great. But there are a lot of people out there who love McDonald's. Absolutely love it. In 1996, they came out with something called the Arch Deluxe Burger. Now, back in 1996, in the 90s and stuff like that, McDonald's wasn't really known for high-quality food. It was more along the lines of very, very fast food, very quick. You're in, you're out. Bing, bang, boom, you have a fantastic burger. So they were trying to market more of a sophisticated, grown-up crowd. Now, in today's McDonald's, we obviously see that because they have a various amount of highly fancy sandwiches out there deluxe you know a lot of these gourmet sandwiches that i don't really think mcdonald's nowadays is fast food more along the lines of just an upper scale kind of complex but they came out with something called an arch deluxe burger and they put 150 million dollars into advertising oh that's a big number that alone that's a very big number but what happened was that that legitimately flopped. It didn't work out well. They lost a large amount of production cost, of, of marketing cost, of everything that they went and put into this, and all of a sudden, it's a big flop. Now, again, lessons are learned here. Back then when McDonald's did that, they were trying to really go up, like I said, for that grown-up, sophisticated crowd. But now, if they were to do that, they would get it because now their product is more tailored towards and more of an adult and sophisticated crowd, but also at the same time, a more of a younger generation as well. It comes with the time. But again, it's a, le it's a learning lesson along the way. And this is the same concept that I have for any of you streamers out there. You know, it's one of these things, and not just streamers, anyone out there that has an idea. Just because you have an idea it doesn't always mean that it's going to be a success. And don't think of it as that way either. If you're happy with what you're developing, develop it and see how it is. Give a little bit of a teaser for people to see how it is and get their opinions back on it. But listen, if it fails, it doesn't mean that is the end of the world. It doesn't mean that it is the end of your, your imagery, your product, your, your, your whole concept behind it, no. All that means is that maybe at that point in time, it's just not going to work with how it's how it is. Maybe it's not going to work with how it's developed or advertised or displayed to people. Maybe there's another way that you can tackle it to to really make it more appealing. And there's a lot of things that when it comes to content developers that we put online that we think, yeah, this is going to get so many views. This is going to get so much uh, uh, interaction with people. This is going to get so much feedback and it doesn't. Right then and there, we get that sensation of ah, failure. 
Again, it fails. Again, I fail at something. Does this mean I'm always going to fail at something? Does this mean that I'm always just never going to succeed at something? It is very hard when you have something in your mind that you believe will be a success. And it's very hard to swallow when you release that out there, anticipating so much fantastic feedback. And you get very minimalistic appeal to it, or you get a very kind of either neutral or negative reaction to it. It's heart wrenching. Don't get me wrong, because you have a baby in mind that you really, really want to to see do well. But it's hard to come back as a failure aspect of that and really kind of bring yourself up from it. It's okay to fail. Just like in the gym, a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of individuals who go heavy with weights, a lot of them say that if I want to be able to, to progress further, I have to fail. Why do you think a lot of individuals who say, hey, listen, if you want to bulk up, go to fail, you know, have a set amount of weights, go to eight, six to eight reps. But in that time, you have to fail within those reps. That is progressing your, your muscles, your building, your breaking down structure of your muscle to be able to build it up stronger. There is a fail aspect to it that you need to do it. Now, obviously, working out and content development is very different, but it's a similar concept there where you have to fail. Even for Olympic Olympic lifters, I knew one and she, yes, she, she had to do it so many times because, yeah, she failed several times, but it's because she was progressing. And once, once all that failure ended up being a success, in her mind, she's like, you know what? All of those failed attempts were worth it because we're not all going to be perfect at everything we try. Just because you try something for the very first time doesn't mean that you're going to be a messiah of it. Doesn't mean you're going to obliterate it and be amazing at it and everyone's going to love you for it. No, we all find our niches. We all find what we're good at. We all find what we have passion for, what we have love for. And it is one of those things that I try to tell people is if you find something that you enjoy, if you find something that sits well with you, if you find something that really drives you and you didn't even realize it, focus on it, continue with it. And if you fail, it is not the end of the world. It is a moment in time that you can look at what you tried to achieve. And if there was some positives from it, or you learned something from it, great. Take what you've learned and apply that to what comes next. Because a failure aspect shouldn't immediately judge you on your product, on your personality, on your general way of thinking. That product, even though it failed, and I'll give you an example for myself. I had a wrestling news site referred to as mindofcarnage.com. I had some great imagery of what this site would have been. A, a, a site where wrestling fans can come in, a ton of responses, a ton of comments, people going back and forth, talking about the product, being able to express their feelings, express their thoughts. We'd have blogs, we'd have podcasts, we'd have shows, we'd have recaps, I'd have writers. All of that was in my mind the first few days I had developed that product. A big anticipation there, obviously. I painted a very large picture of it. And a year goes by, 
And yes, I have developed around like a thousand and something followers, and I was very grateful for every single one of them. But I was still the only one working on the product. I was still the only one working on the brand. I made I made materials for it. I did recaps for it. I, I made podcasts for it. But you know what? I will say that product alone connected me with so many fantastic individuals and gave me such an insight on the business aspect of it, of wrestling in general, that even though the product failed and I stopped that product because I saw that it wasn't going anywhere, that product wasn't actually succeeding based off the imagery that I set for it. And that imagery that I set for it was freaking high. I was going to swear there, but I decided not to. It was freaking high. And honestly, I look at that right now and say, that product allowed me to realize how to actually market myself on social media platforms. That product allowed me to be able to identify how I can make a product, talk to people and advertise it. And how I met these fantastic individuals through this product. I have friendships from it. It was a failed product, but I got so much from it. Whether it's knowledge, whether it's connection, whether it's friends, I got something from it. And that is something that you should always take with you is that if you fail at something, do not just focus on the fact that you failed and that that is it, you're done. Your product sucks, you're done. No, take something from it. Take the positives you received from it. Be able to say, this may have failed, but I got this from, what I, from that failure. And no matter how many times I look back and say, you know, I really wish I stuck with it, well, don't focus on the past. Proceed with the future. Yes, this may have failed for you. Yes, this product may have as, as much time as you put into it didn't succeed. But you have so much more to look forward to when you tackle your next project. Sorry, I hit something there on my desk. But you can look forward to in the next project. You have a lot of potential there. Learn from those mistakes. Learn from what you've been able to achieve for yourself. Because when you progress further, you can take all of those mistakes you had and implement them into a new project for people. And one of the best things I can give to you guys also is when you first start a project, don't immediately paint in your head the successes that this project could have. And the reason I say that is because you paint such a large picture for it that if it doesn't start meeting what you envision, immediately you start questioning it. It's specifically, even if your product is just slowly growing and getting to where you want it to go very slowly. But if immediately that imagery isn't in your head, that the product isn't meeting that imagery, you then start questioning it. And that is something I try to tell people not to do. Take little steps. I'm going to start this project this year. I'm going to see if I can get a couple of followers on it and get their opinion on it. Next year, I'm going to see if I can progress or add this to it and see how people react to that. Because you want to know why when you set small, very minuscule goals with projects and you manage to overthrow those goals and you get a ton more support and a ton more people following it and a lot of people enjoying it. Guess what? That in itself is a success. And it tells you right then and there that, okay, Maybe there is something with this. 
Maybe there is something that I can progress with this project or item or service or anything of that nature. Don't oversell it while you've just developed it. Take time to let it mature. Take time to let it build. Take time to let it spread. And then go from there. Learn from your mistakes. Failures are irregular. Let them happen. And don't immediately put yourself down if you fail. If it fails, great. It was something I tried, I enjoyed. Now I'm going to progress. Because no matter what you do, those failures will lead to success. You just have to give it time. And you have to realize that you're not a failure. You're just an envisioner. Because you're able to vision, create something for people out there. That's something to take with you. Keep making yourself great. Keep making other stuff for other people. Keep bringing a value to individuals out there. Because that is exactly what a content developer, an item developer, an influencer, an entrepreneur, we do that. We bring a value. And always keep that with you. Be humble. Stay humble. And one day you'll realize that all of these 10 failed projects has led to a great one because of the lessons I've learned from them. Guys, I'm going to leave it here. I want to thank you for your time today here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for hitting that play button. And I'm going to leave you with this question. Whether it fails or no, I don't care. But I'm going to leave you with this question. What projects have you started and you failed on? And what have you learned from them? Make sure to hit me up on Twitter at Heal Please Heal. Let me know your responses there. And I'll make sure to be able to actually get your question or your answer on the next episode. Because I want to read them off. I want to read them off and be comfortable with me reading them off on the, on the, the episodes. Because I want you to be able to easily share this and be comfortable with that. And if you want to ever hear the Healing Hub podcast, you can hear us on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. We are on quite a few at this point in time, so make sure to hear us out there. Again, thank you for being here. Thank you for hitting that play button. And from me to you, make sure to heal. Please heal. Have a good night, everyone.